Hello, everybody, and welcome back. This is episode five of the Nonsense Podcast. Uh, today, we're joined by the Tyler Christensen. I'm also uh, on my right and my left um, digitally. I have Adam Rebelard and Avery Avello. So, how's it going, everybody? It's going good. It's going, Doing good. Going swell. Fuck yeah. So, Tyler, um, thanks for joining us today. We're pumped to have you on. Can you just um, you know, walk us through how you met these two guys, these two fools? Sure. So uh, I met Adam and Avery. Well, I met Adam first through yep, yep. Uh, an ex-girlfriend, which is uh, won't won't touch that one. But um, <laughs> uh, we knew each other just through a local band that I was in. Uh, we live a couple towns apart and uh, just knew each other through that. Um, I met him doing a feature for his first band, One for the Braves. And the rest is just kind of history. We've just been friends since then. That's awesome. What track were you featured on? Oh man, I don't. What was the name of the track? I don't even know. It's. it's not, I don't even think it's on the. It's not even on the internet anymore. <laughs> you you, you cannot yeah. find it anywhere. No. Uh, we, yeah. we, the song we, was uh, called self self motivation, and it is no longer available to to hear anywhere. Thank God. No, not not because of you, Tyler. Just yeah, 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 sure. Yeah. Well, the other thing we we uh we uh both our bands there. I think you were doing sleep tight at the time. We went to yeah. a, a nice nice fun recording session at those at that stage in our careers <laughs> and uh needless to say nothing nothing really came out according to plan yeah so to elaborate on that a little further we uh we both recorded eps at that time and the quality of the recording we weren't exactly satisfied with the results of how it came out uh, i believe our demos are still online the sleep tight ones that you can find but um the production just wasn't up to par with what we uh, originally paid for. We'll leave it at that without oh. dragging any uh, names through the mud. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. Was, uh... was that your first, I guess you could say, professional recording experience? Uh, no, actually. Um, I should have saw the signs, but I kind of took it at uh, face value. I saw it. the the recording engineer that we worked with was an excellent, excellent producer, but um, just when it came to actually assembling the final product, it just wasn't there. Uh, the production was really lacking, but from a producing standpoint, his ideas and everything were was really, uh, really helpful in the writing process. Um, but it wasn't my first time in the studio. My band prior to that was in a band called Perils Rise that we, uh, it was a metalcore band. We did a bunch of shows in Poughkeepsie for like probably three years. Uh, we did an EP with Randy Pascarella, who is in a band called If I Were You. They're pretty big in the metalcore scene now. Um, and then I did a couple singles with Mike Collision, who's a uh, really good, uh, now he's a mastering engineer. He doesn't do any tracking anymore, but I was fortunate enough to track with him back in the day. That's pretty cool. Adam sent over some of your, uh, Perils Rise songs before. Those are heavy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Is, um, you know, was every project that you were involved in similar to that? Was it always, you know, metal core or metal facing, or did you ever, um, you know, go outside of that so i've tried a couple times to get something like uh, more pop punk going but uh never really found a good fit never could find the right group of people to do anything with it uh so nothing ever got off the ground so it's been mostly um you know just uh heavy stuff since then i've kind of transitioned into playing guitar now um so i'm doing a bit of stuff on my own now which is I'm in a band called Common Things right now where I play guitar and I have a vocalist friend of mine that uh, just does the, all the vocals and stuff. So I write the drums, I write the guitar, and I program the MIDI bass. And we just do that all from uh, 
he lives in New York and I live in Virginia right now. So I just record all of that myself, do the mixing and mastering poorly. And uh, that's it. Oh, no way. <laughs> You're like a jack of all trades for that, it sounds like. Yeah, I'm trying to be. How did you get into, you know, was it, you know, passion-based? Was it need-based to uh, learn how to, you know, assemble all of that? Uh, kind of a necessity thing, I guess. Uh, it was just, I am the type of person that's a kind of a go-getter and kind of like usually in the band, I'm kind of the elite, I'll take the leadership role. And I have a big problem with waiting for other people to do things. So as a vocalist, I think Adam can agree with me with this. It's sometimes it's frustrating when you have a bunch of song ideas ready and you have to wait for a song to be written for you. You're kind of like the last person that gets to put the icing on top of everything after it's done. Um, at least cough, cough, Avery. At least yeah, in my thanks. in terms of our writing style and all the bands I've been in, that's how it goes. Kind of we we assemble the vocals afterwards and make tweaks to the rest of the arrangement afterwards. Um, being able to learn guitar and approach the song holistically is both daunting but also really cool because now I have full creative control so I can take a rough idea whether it be like a melody or a rhythm that I have and fully flesh out the whole thing that's great I, I like that attitude is you know in that like all right well I could wait for all of this to be done by other people but why the hell not just do it if I have the capability yeah I'm really inspired by like uh Landon tours from uh the plot and you he does, I don't know if you know, he writes all the music for that band and he has since the beginning. So like they have a full touring band, but he'll write everything himself. Just, you know, sit down, do the entire album and he's extremely talented. So that was kind of like, well, you know, he can do it. Why can't I dedicate the time? Rather, if I'm just sitting here waiting for them to write songs, why can't I just contribute and be, you know, a better member? Yeah, it moves things along a lot quicker. Um, I know a lot of artists now with like the digital capabilities of the music world are moving towards that. And they'll just be like, whatever, I'll get it done myself. I know I can do it well and create a great product. But, you know, if I'm touring, I can also link up with other musicians as well. It kind of cuts out the middleman in some senses. Um, I know at least like off the top of my head, Tame Impala, Mac DeMarco, I think even um, Billy Joe Armstrong for his side project, the long shot did like the majority of all the instruments. So it's like not uncommon for like big bands to start doing this or branch off on that. There was a thing with Foo Fighters too, where uh, their first drummer left because Dave Roll hated the drums that he recorded and went back and did them all by himself. <laughs> so like, it's, it's like a thing for years. It's like, Oh, you know, if I can do it. I'm just going to do it. And that's what they, like, Foo Fighters are a big one for that. Dave Roll. Not as much now, but especially in the early days, was just doing a little bit. He just did everything himself. So this is uh, common things that you're talking about. This that's what you're currently working on right now. So uh, I'm actually in part of two projects right now. One is, I guess I can announce it right now for the first time. Uh, it's a band called Variables. It's just me. Uh, I'm doing everything on it. It's going to be a bit of uh, everything. So I'm kind of exploring a little bit of different genres. It's heavier but i'm gonna have some softer songs on it it's kind of just everything that i've kind of wanted to write just kind of meshed into one thing and i'm just gonna release music um just finished up actually before this tracking vocals for the first song so you can expect that probably within the next week week and a half once i get it mixed and get some artwork done up for it 
That's awesome. So will you be releasing parts of it as singles and then finally an album or an EP? Yeah. So uh, just in the digital age, I feel like it's tough to release albums now if you don't already have a following because there's no intention, attention span for it. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I can release an album, but you know, if I don't have fans to begin with, you're going to click through the first song. If you don't like it, that's it. And then I just, you know, I poured all that time into you know, whether it be six other songs that are never going to get listened to. And, and yeah. you can kind of see that in the analytics when you go through, whether it be Spotify or whatever, it drops off in the track count after song one, two, three, whatever. So I, I'm going to probably uh, release it single by single as I finish them and then just, you know, package them together and say, you know, this is whatever it was. That's pretty cool. I, I've noticed a ton of artists have done that. Um, one band that we actually almost played with um there's a whole story behind that but called nude shoes from um new jersey they had gained like pretty immense uh or they had acquired a pretty great deal of streams at least you know from a spotify perspective on like three songs and it was pretty incredible because they were all released you know kind of far apart from each other but then there's a little part where they had maybe released like three you know within a month of each other but they're a big considered like a big band in that scene down there. And, you know, to think they only have like five published songs. It's almost, almost like that scarcity rule, you know, like if you only have so much of something, they'll eat that up rather than, you know, not really that's know which of, song to listen to. That's kind of where we are at the moment too. We did uh, a couple new ones and they're most, we're, we're going to do you now singles and videos and, you know, we'll, I'm sure one day we put out an album, they'll be on there, but for now they're just going to be the singles. And I think I think that's the way to definitely do it from going forward. He's like, yeah. we did it with one for the bridge. We grinded out EPs after EP, and they didn't really see much. Like people liked them, they didn't listen to them, or they didn't. It's kind of like goes back to what you were saying. It's, you know, they listened to the first song, didn't hear what they wanted in that first song. They didn't even really bother to really go through the rest. Yeah, yeah, and, you're you're just killing yourself, and especially you know you can't put out a video for every you know every song on there. So when it comes to throwing resources at promoting something, it's like visually you could just gotta you gotta put all your eggs in one basket pick the best song throw a video behind it and say you know hopefully this gets kids listening to it because that, that's just what it takes right. nowadays well that's just what, that's a what foot we in did. the door that's what we did when we started this out we did the video for spooky put it out as a single and then uh i think looking back the one thing i could say i probably would have done different is that before i put out the ep i maybe would have done another single with a video really but yeah, looking back, I think I definitely would have. Oh, okay. But looking at it now, it's out, and it's, it's nice to have it out because you know we have, especially you know, out playing shows. It's nice to have something to be like, hey, you know, every song you just heard, if you liked it, go check it out here. Mm-hmm. But EP, the, the, this idea of bands grinding out like flanks and EP after EP after EP in in today's digital age. I mean, we didn't even print CD. Cars don't even have CD players really anymore. Yeah, so no point. It's, Right, so it's, it's this whole idea of you know cranking out album after album. I think is is, I think uh, I think it's a uh, an old an old idea that I think you're gonna see changing. But you know, like every band, like don't get me wrong, like you need an EP, you need an album, you need that stuff over time. But I think the singles are the way to do it at the moment. I mean, jo- uh, if you look at the rap world, Joyner Lucas, who got big off of that uh, song he did on Eminem's album recently, he he had this album called ADHD. He's been working on. Uh, for over over probably five years he's been just from hammering away releasing single after single he finally dropped the album and he's just doing he just did a great job it's single after single after single and it seems to be the way to do it anymore i think 
Mm-hmm. So Tyler, with these uh, new projects, is there any plan on touring or playing live shows at least moving nah, forward? I'm too old for that. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I joke about it and stuff, you know, with, with common things we, we've got, you know, it's, th- it's three members right now. It's the vocalist, mm-hmm. his brother, and then me. And so it's guitar, bass, and uh, we got a vocalist. We we could try to find a drummer. I know an extremely skilled drummer, but um, it's just one of those things where we're so far apart and trying to get it together in our schedules. Um, realistically, I don't think so with common things. If I were to able be able to maybe get a group of people to do a show with variables, that would be great. Um, but it's one of those things where I told, I joked with Avery. I was like, you know, maybe I come visit one summer and uh, when what makes sense is playing a show, we just hop on and we, you know, we do a weekend or something. I, like I take vacation off. I teach you all the songs. And, but, uh, you know, it's a pipe dream. I'd love to play a show again because it's so much fun, you know. Just, well, you know, it's an open invitation anytime. Yeah. You Absolutely. Know. So, yeah, I would need, uh, need two guitarists and a bassist and a drummer. I'll just kick out. I think we have those, right, away. guys? Just have Tyler. Just, just, <laughs> Avery, Avery's trying to ship me up the river now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is uh, more of a job interview than anything. Yeah. <laughs> the guitar parts are very easy. I'm sure Adam can manage. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, three guitars? Why the fuck not? I feel, I'm feeling a little uh, little attacked right now. Jesus. Well, just, no, un- just unplug the guitar and just, you know, we'll back hey, it. That's more my speed. We'll give them one of those uh, those ones that they hand out at like kids parties where you like blow it That's up. That's it. Yeah. I'll just use a, I'll, I'll just <laughs> yeah. use a rock band controller. Yeah, just give give him guitar hero guitar. Yeah. No one will know the difference. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, Tyler, I just wanted to go back. You know, now that we've we've covered that, you know, maybe as of right now, touring or playing live with your current bands aren't in the cards, but. Was there ever a period where you were touring with a band? And what was your experience like? With so uh, we never, unfortunately, got to really tour. We played a lot of shows. Uh, it seemed like tours because like every weekend we were up at the loft. But it, it was never like an extended period of, you know, we go multiple days in a row just because at the time we were all really young, just either just out of high school or uh, we actually had our drummer was still in high school. So it was really difficult to work around that. Um yeah, those twenty one and over clubs are yeah, pretty yeah. yeah. <laughs> we played uh I think it was back when Killer Cool Entertainment was still around and they were trying to put on Oh my uh, god. <laughs> yeah, so they were trying to put on the uh the first Six Flags Festival show. It was uh they did the whole Six Flags thing at the, in during October. Um we were in the finals for that and we had to go play in Albany. And it was a 21 and over show. I think it was at Bogies, I want to say, if that's in Albany. Yeah. Uh, Great club name. Yeah, and they <laughs> wouldn't let our drummer in. That's really like, shitty. Well, I feel we, like a lot of those... We drove yeah. here, and they're like, okay, that's fine, but like, you can't drink. Like, yeah, we you know, we, we know that. <laughs> we're just going to play the show and leave. Yeah, we're, we're not here to like drink. I think a lot of venues are too scared to like just let somebody in it's like they're under our supervision and we're here so we can play you know likely they traveled quite some time to get to this venue um it always seems like venues are out of the way uh and you know it's not like we yeah we didn't just practice hours 
in take you know yeah. time out of our week to get here and you know not perform and like act like jack yeah and i mean the kid's got like his bass drum he's carrying his bass drum he's as like you know do you think he just carries this around to try to get into clubs randomly that's, like, that's, this, that's, this is his ticket in that's that's funny story very, i've very, actually done that before carry around an instrument oh yeah <laughs> i was i was in the city and i got out of uh band practice in brooklyn and one of my friends was playing um a show a little bit like farther away from me in manhattan so i hopped on the train and i stole my bass from practice and i live in jersey across the water mm-hmm. from the city so i was like I'm not going to go home and then come back when I could just travel 15 minutes to the venue. So I just walked in and I was with my friend who was performing. I'm like, yeah, I'm with Yeah, him. I'm in the band. And then I just stood there with my bass the whole time. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> just keep going to the bar with the bass in the hand. The guy's like, hey, you know, you can put that down, right? You're like, nah, nah, we're straight. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, it works. <laughs> Luckily, we never really had that issue because uh, uh, we – we were playing. We we started one of the grades. I think we were all about twenty years old, so we were all like twenty, turning twenty one by the time that it came time for that. So we we lucked out in that respect. Yeah, um, Tyler, I wanted to um, ask you at least. I know you're like the consultant now for uh, what makes sense. It seems like, and uh, it gives you. It sounds like it's been giving you a nice opportunity to flex your you know pop punk muscle and uh, knowledge. So what have you thought about the new stuff that the guys have sent? I think they sent Yeah, it yeah, you, they right? did. Uh, so I heard the demos, and then I heard the unmixed version without the edited vocals. Yeah. And I got to say, like, just, you know, I've seen um, Adam and Avery go from one for the Braves in the first incarnation with two vocalists to all the member changes to where you guys are at now with what makes sense and easily the best material that's been put out by far like thank you man uh the vocals are better you know the guitar parts are super catchy like i me and avery go back and forth about how sick the different riffs are like uh it's just everything is just so much better and more refined i feel like uh i mean i can go into super specifics if we want to talk uh about everything but i'm very impressed um very impressed instead that, hey, that's that's good yeah, to hear. It's definitely the best <laughs> stuff that's been put out so far. Why, thank you, man. Listen, listen to this. He's inflating our egos. <laughs> well, actually, a fun little fact: uh, Kyle, who was the drummer through pretty much every band you've done, am I am I, am I wrong? I think right. You've always had Kyle. Not sleep tight. Sleep, not tight, sleep tight was not him. That yeah. was you're right. That was Brandon. Yeah. But uh, Kyle actually came in. We had a we were doing one for the Braves. We were recording our first ever single, "Man vs." Self. And uh, Kyle and I went to high school together, but um, uh, our drummer quit like two or three days before we were supposed to go in the studio. So Tyler's like, you should take Kyle. So we took Kyle and Kyle just nailed out the drum parts for Man Herself right there on the spot. Yeah. He described how the drum should go over a Facebook message like the night before. And then he just <laughs> nailed it out in the studio, like, you know, the next day. <laughs> No, Avery was just like, yeah, man, we got this like kind of fast song. <laughs> if you want to just like hit the drums and rhythm, um, just you know, cool. right here, you here's some ba did you da, not some did did ba. Oh yes, <laughs> you know it was so frustrating. He would do that in band practice too. Uh, Kyle would always be the type of person <laughs> that would just sit there and uh, like just silent while we were writing riffs and stuff, and then we would. 
go to actually play the songs. We'd write, we'd, we would write all the guitar riffs first, and then I would go home with the, probably just the cell phone recording of that, write all the lyrics, and then uh, we would, him and I would not talk about it at all, and we'd just go to play it. And for whatever reason, the vocals and the drums would always completely line up, and he would say nothing and would just immediately have the best drum parts for the songs already made up like next day, like without ever trying to practice it or jam to it while we're writing the guitar. It's got that quiet yeah, it, genius. Yeah, it was just insane. It was just frustrating. A frustrating genius. <laughs> it's like, I hate you. Yeah. Why, why are you so talented? Yeah. <laughs> Must be nice. Um, I actually wanted to, uh, get into like the nitty gritty and things with you. Um, you know, just curious what your setup is these days, what kind of, uh, guitars you're playing, um, any other equipment that you're using to record? Sure. So, uh, right now, pretty much what I use, I use pretty much exclusively amp sims. I just picked up the STL tone hub, um, which is awesome. Uh, talked to Avery a bunch about that. It's got a bunch of different signature packs. It's basically like... Basically, what STL was able to do was take Kemper profiling and make it digital, so you don't really need a Kemper anymore, and you can just DI in. <laughs> Avery's punching the air just right now. Yeah, so I saved a lot of money, but my cool. I like going bankrupt. It's fine. Yeah, well, you still have that Apollo, and I, I need to get that's, one of those. So true. I'm running my DI signal is kind of poopy right now, so I'm running into just a Focusrite solo, and I don't have a DI box or anything. So that's next on my list. Um, other toys that I have, I've got a uh, Avid 11 rack, which is just like a kind of like a ghetto um, Axe effects. It's not as good, uh, and there's not a lot of profiles for it anywhere. Um, but you can get some cool tones with it, so I play with that once in a while, um, and sometimes I'll run that into my focus right and then just take that signal. Um, I've also, um, just looking around my area here, I just got a new studio desk, so I've got like the whole whole Congrats. big thing um my monitors are kind of cheapo monitors it's another upgrade I, unfortunately i break the golden rule and i do the uh, mixing and headphones right now just for now um guitars i've got a let's see i'm gonna go mobile here and pick up this microphone so I've got a Squire that I kind of customized. It's got some Fishman Fluences in it, humbuckers. Uh, it's like a Tele. And Sweet. then I just nice. after that I picked up uh, just recently. My newest guitar is a PRS uh, Signature Edition Mark Holcomb Edition, the six string, so so which is beautiful. I cannot put it down. It's my favorite guitar I've ever bought. Um, and then I have a Schecter Hellraiser seven string which I do a lot of like down tune stuff on usually drop a drop G that's mostly what I, I use I for yeah. So that's what I use mostly for um, common things. It's a lot heavier. It's kind of like a, like a knocked loose style type stuff. Love so those guys. Not kind of like knocked loose every time I die somewhere, uh, you know, every time I die. Yeah, me too. So, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't wait yeah, for the new yeah, album. Yeah, I'm very excited. Did you hear the clip they posted on Instagram? Oh, yeah. That's, that sounds idea. sick. Look at those lines. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm I'm actually uh, 
not to get too too much into the weeds about them. I got to see them at their boat oh, show I'm very in New York jealous. City, I think a year ago. Got to meet Jordan. Like these are like the chillest dudes ever. My friend still has Jordan's phone number from when every time I die I used to play. Mm. This was like ten years ago when they used to play That's like awesome. the chance in the loft and all that. And he like met him and they like became acquaintances. But yeah, love those guys. Um, if I were to do like a metalcore hardcore band, it would definitely be after them. Yeah, I'm, uh... I, can see you, I can see you doing that. I'm just not good enough. That's the thing. But if I were to like apply myself, maybe once, it... yeah, <laughs> it would well, be in the. Cards, I do need for bass sure. tracked for some of these songs. I I I just program it so. I don't know if you have means of recording, but we can talk offline. <laughs> I got Nick, who's our, our producer and drummer. He The kid produces everything from rap albums to, I mean, what? He's probably produced other bands, guys, right? No, but a few acoustic artists here and there. He hasn't really delved into the bands, but mostly rappers oh, and acoustic artists. That's cool. He might do my other band, actually. But, dude, yeah, let's connect about that. I don't have anything to record on at home okay. but i have friends who do and i'll be up in upstate new york for the foreseeable oh, future good. Here, <laughs> my praise my space program oh you got, you guys that's a that's yeah that's the, that's the best yeah. way to promote music should, in 2020 yeah. is my space you yeah. should check out my top if you are a big fan of every time i die though i would check out uh common things our vocalist sounds a lot like uh his his uh vocal style is very similar to keith's so i'll set yeah i'll send you some stuff oh later. really Ooh, that's sick also you got to check out a band um they actually like dm'd me because they're like oh we see you're an every time i die fan you know would you mind checking this out they're okay. called doc hammer doc and then hammer um great band out of california basically just like a cali uh, have you heard of uh gray haven okay yeah no, we got plenty of stuff to talk about gray haven's gonna be your new favorite band after oh, yeah. this hell yes I love all these band suggestions. I've been running out of music since being yeah, in quarantine here. So Tyler, I got a I got a million dollar question for you. Sure. Yeah. I meant to ask you this before when you mentioned you were doing vocals. Yeah. Do you still can you still only record vocals shirtless? Uh no, I actually recorded vocals today with a sweatshirt on. Jesus, the changes. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's you sold out. We got air conditioner on right now, so it's cold. You get sweaty in a vocal booth. Uh, that's, that's fair. <laughs> I, I do usually I do usually take my shirt off though, just because now I record them in a closet because like that's my vocal booth in the house now. So it gets very hot. That's fucking badass. Where did that like stem from? When I just sweat a lot. I'm a that. disgusting human being. <laughs> <laughs> I, I usually get asked because every time I do vocals, the, I, whether it helps me or not, I don't know why, but I, I air guitar along. So I've been asked by a few producers if, if I play guitar and sing, which I always get a little chuckle out of <laughs> if you know me. I, I don't play yeah. any guitar at all. I'm very good on rock band, but only for the PS4. It's an odd stipulation. <laughs> so wanna be, if I, if I want to beat you, go to Xbox, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. I, th- I think Guitar Hero helped me <laughs> use my pinky more playing like actual guitar. So I'm like, yeah, kudos to Guitar Hero. That's my big yeah. thing. Elaborate though, on the that. pinky. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. You want to elaborate on that there, Avery? No, like, you know, I used to like when I started playing guitar, you know, I didn't like use my pinky. 
and you know like for playing what you're supposed to do yeah and then you know I, you know playing guitar hero because i was like one of, my, one of my favorite games you know growing up you know i had to kind of use the thinky to hit all all four notes and then i was like oh wait i could do this on oh, like guitar I, and yeah like, oh let me see if i picky more and build up my pinky strength playing uh guitar hero i, I see what you're saying i was a one three uh, guy forever yeah. and then actually yeah guitar hero helped me out so you heard it here first that guitar hero i'm gonna try that now because yes. like yeah <laughs> my pinky strength is shit right now i absolutely <laughs> need to do that <laughs> Yeah, just dust off the old PS2 and plug that fucker in. <laughs> Dude, man, I wonder what Guitar Hero is. the Fire and Flames, bro. Do they still make Guitar Hero games? And if they did, I wonder what number it would be now. I think it's like Rocksmith now they do a thing, like where you can actually plug a guitar in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I actually got that to kind of like teach myself guitar a little bit. And if I had the attention span... How's that going? Doing it, 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 it was... Well, as I said, <laughs> I don't use it anymore, but you know. Got smoke on the yeah. water down. It was really if <laughs> if uh, if you knew how to pace yourself, if you had the patience and knew how to pace yourself, I think it actually was helpful. But I am like awful at pacing myself on things, and I get like frustrated really easily, as as most people know. So uh, it didn't think, work out think, well for me. I think Guitar Hero Live. I'm on my computer. It's the uh, most recent Guitar Hero, which is like 2015. I wonder what songs are on. Oh my god! Uh, I'm assuming uh, songs by bands. You know. Just a lot of Jason Derulo. It's Jason Derulo and fifteen. It's fifteen of Uptown Funk. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, so Tyler, we're coming up on time. Um, just wanted to, you know, give you the floor if you had anything to ask us, um, and then we'll just close it out. We usually do a beer of the week. I'm not sure if you're a beer drinker guy. Um, it's just something fun that we do at the end of every episode. So. Um, go ahead. Uh, no, yours. I don't really have anything, guys. Uh, just you know, looking forward to you guys putting out the songs, hearing what else you guys have to come up with. Looking forward to releasing some music myself here finally, since it's been a very long time, and uh, it's been a pleasure speaking to you guys. That's great, man. Yeah, thank for you sure, so for much sure. For sure, miss you, man. Yeah, miss you too. Miss you too. So I want to hug you. you no any, beer uh, shoutouts. Beer Not shout a beer drinker. Uh, actually, you know what? I'll I'll okay, shout out because. I don't drink beer, but uh, we 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 frequent the uh, the Dogfish Head <laughs> Ale House that's near us here. So any Dogfish Head beer, you know, can't Dogfish go is wrong. Great. Okay, yeah, that is good stuff. Go. Yeah. Dogfish is great. Yeah, Damn, you have an ale house there. That's so lucky. I got a I got a beer for you. Being that that tends to be where I chime in usually. Uh, today, I should have pulled this out when we were talking with Real Talk because it's a beer called Full Clip by Stoneface Brewing. That I solely bought because it says full clip, and I immediately started singing Gangstar in my head. And uh, it's turned into probably my favorite IPA, but I picked it up at a New Hampshire rest stop when I was riding to do a show with Real Talk in Portland with Rustin. So full clip, Stoneface Brewing, worth checking out. And as Tyler said, anything from Dogfish Head. Yeah, for real. All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much again, Tyler. Uh, this has been awesome. I'd love to have you on again. And um, we can talk about, you know, once your project gets off. Yeah, definitely. Floor. Just let me know. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I really want to listen to those songs. So um, anything that you can send over <laughs> or, you know, let us know when everything's about to drop and we'll, we'll, we'll do. definitely stream Thanks, the guys. fuck out of it. All right. Bye. Uh, thank you so much, man. Good talk with you, man. Have a good one. You did. An alarm rings in my chest. 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 An al